This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs, donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Valido. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business and or endeavor and execute it to perfection. Speaking of perfection, that's right, Mr. Perfect himself is back by popular demand. The award-winning, the one of the two only award-winning volunteers at SCORE, Rich Jekyll. How you doing today, Rich? Hello, Christopher Hart of Hearts. <laughs> That's right. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. Now, today, Lucy Polito, also, of course, the other award-winning SCORE volunteer, she won't be with us, but uh, we got it handled anyway, don't we, Rich? Oh, yeah. We're covered, man. All right. Of course, uh, this show is all about SCORE and what SCORE is doing, how they came about, and what they what they're up to. So, first of all, SCORE, let's just give a little quick su- summary of the history of SCORE, Rich, because we haven't done that for a long time. Uh, yeah. Be- because uh, it came out of people who were in the SBA, which have been in the hot, in the, in the hot seat and the spotlight here recently, right? That's correct, yeah. It came out of the group that... Um that first started out with the SB loans, SBA loans back in the 50s. And it actually then some guys broke off from the SBA because the loans were so difficult to negotiate and navigate that people didn't know how to fill out the applications. So SCORE spun off in the 60s, early 60s, 63, and um, they started this group of volunteers that just helped people do the applications for the SBA loans. So they had to start a group because the SBA loan was so complicated. <laughs> but now it's uh, going strong. Well, it was a fortuitous thing because SCORE is a developed into a great organization offices all over the country, all 50 states. How many volunteers now nationwide, Rich? About uh, 18,000 now. Wow. Man, it just keeps growing, SCORE does. And, of course, the demand for their services keep growing, too, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit because we're still in business. We're still cranking. That's right. And, by the way, of course, SCORE does have a local office here. Normally, well, it is at the Orlando Fashion Square in the National Entrepreneur Center. But right now, of course, everything is being done virtually over the phone, email. You can call to begin the process at 407-420-4844, 407-420-4844. And if somebody calls up needing scores services, what will happen when they call that number, Rich? Okay, it will be transferred to an actual working counselor. Uh, counselor from home and that counselor will either give a call or give an email to the requester so and then they'll talk about their request over the phone and see if they can resolve it much of the requests nowadays are about financing and how am I using the money and where do I go to uh, you know, get renewed and with a new renewal out. So 
there's a lot of that stuff going on. And there is still money available in the PPP, that's the Paycheck Protection Program that was set up. And they have now also extended it to August the 8th. So once again, if you have any questions about that, if you've already applied or want to apply but didn't know if there was any reason to, if there was any money left, there is. And you have longer now until August the 8th to take care of things. So they can help you out with that and a whole lot of other stuff at SCORE. And, you know, as all of this shakes out, you know, more and more people are going to come up with more and more ideas, Rich, of new businesses, right? You're not kidding. It's actually happening. Um, Different ways to look at things that are foreign, uh, you know, to us, the way we do our practice, business practices, like staying home working from home and that type of thing. Uh, you know, how do I best handle that? Is it right for me? That's a big question. Is it right for me? Exactly. So all of these things, once again, if you come up with a new idea, you've been displaced, or maybe you want to take advantage of this opportunity to start a business, or you need help with your business, SCORE is there for all of the business needs. And once again, you can call them at 407-420-4844. Please also go online to orlando.score.org, and there's a great newsletter that they put out regularly, and I do mean regularly, sometimes several times a week. So go to orlando.score.org, and that's where you'll get alerts as to new and changing uh, developments in the environment, updates, uh, alerts as to what SCORE's got going on, and SCORE's always got something going on over there. And now, as far as the mentorship program and, of course, even the educational program right now, tell them how much it's going to put them out. It's the big F word, man. I got to use it again. It's free. Oh, absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely free. The mentorship program, the advice that you get at SCORE is always free. The educational programs normally would have a charge, but right now, thanks to a sponsorship by, I think it's Wells Fargo, isn't it, Rich? Yes, it is. Very good. Uh, uh, the educational programs are also free. And so please take advantage of all of this once again by calling 407-420-4844 and going to orlando.score.org. And don't forget to like Rich on Facebook. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> That's Score Orlando on Facebook. All right. And speaking of the educational program, SCORE oftentimes brings in people from the outside with expertise. They have, of course, their own volunteers that that, uh, do some of the educational uh, curriculum. But uh, that brings us to today's guest because she is being brought in. And she's been on the show before, as a matter of fact, uh, in several capacities in the past. Several times. Indeed. We always love talking with Pamela Rogan. So I'd like to welcome her back to the show today. Pamela, how you been? Good. How you doing? And we're doing, doing good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> well, it's it's been a while, so give everybody a you know sort of the elevator speech, maybe a little bit longer of who you are and how you got to be where you are. Well, I was born. A, no, I'm just kidding. Um, you were I'm, born an entrepreneur. <laughs> now, that she, she, I was born an entrepreneur. Yes, um, definitely. I started charging people to use to play ping pong on my ping pong table when we lived in Iowa, and if they paid an additional quarter, they could hear me play a song on the guitar. All right. Oh <laughs> hey, Rich, you got a That's quarter? Cool, Rich, you got a quarter? We'll put yeah, it up. Play at the ping pong table. Uh, wow. 
And that's, that's actually where I learned about profit and loss because in Iowa, it's super cold and that's so everybody would hang out in our garage and my mom and dad gave me a heater to put out there. And so finally one day she came out and explained that I'm bringing in this money, but they're paying for the heat. So she would take a little piece of the money, but she saved it in a little savings account for me, but I would charge people, I think it was 50 cents to play a game of ping pong and a quarter and I would sing a song and play the guitar. And, uh, so I learned about P and L very early. Oh my God. I hadn't heard that one before. That is, that is so awesome. And you've been an entrepreneur all your life. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so right now my company is, and I've been doing this for 30 plus years. Um, it's, and it's evolved because obviously when I started, they didn't have social media or, um, you know, even a website, it was AOL and that screeching dial up sound. Right. Um, but that, that experience in marketing has helped me to become a really good troubleshooter in today's world because I, I know how to do it the other way if something happens. So we, um, my company right now, we act, um, as the marketing department for our clients where we'll do everything that a marketing department would do. And it saves them, you know, from paying salary, benefits, bonus, overhead. Um, and not every area of marketing do they need every single time. And if they bring in, you know, say they brought in a director or VP of marketing, that person typically still has to outsource many of the items because they won't have experience in website development or social media. Right. So, so we develop that and it's, it's a lot more cost effective and we'll do they pay a monthly fee and we'll do everything that a marketing department would do. But our other side of it is we also do a lot of project work. So we um, will do website development designs and we really love building websites because we have a, an upfront discovery process. Cause if you see a website up there, it may look great and beautiful, but does it function? So we do our discovery process takes them through, you know, it's, it's the strategy first to take them through and make sure that, um, we're going to develop a site that attracts their target audience. Um, so that's really important. And some people want to skip it, but then they're so thankful that, you know, um, they went through it with us. It's not a tough process, but a lot of times it'll open their eyes because they'll think they should be doing it this way when they really need to. Because many times somebody that has a product or service may not even be their own customer. So they need to really get into their shoes. Okay. Um, and then all we'll do just like newsletters and blogs. Okay. Um, okay. Well, a lot of newsletters. All right. We're coming up on a break here in about a minute. <clears throat> Once again, our guest today, Pamela Rogan of Roganing, Ro I'm sorry, Rogan Marketing and Communications. And the website, by the way, if you'd like to check it out while we're uh, talking with Pamela today, you can go to roganmarketing.com. You spell Rogan, R-O-G-A-N, roganmarketing.com. And She's going to be making the Coffee with a Leader presentation this coming Thursday. That is July the 9th, and that will be done virtually. And you can go to orlando.score.org to sign up for it. It'll be in the morning, the same time as the Coffee with a Leader series was held when it was uh, a live presentation. And so the the the, uh, the window opens up at uh, 8 shortly thereafter. You can uh, And Pamela's going to tell us... Uh, how you can uh, do maybe a little network marketing uh, while you're going on there. So uh, when we come back, uh, we'll be talking once again with Pamela. In the meantime, also, if you need some advice from SCORE, 
As Rich said, it is free for the asking, but it is invaluable, I'll tell you that. And you can get it at 407-420-4844. That's 407-420-4844 for SCORE. And we will be right back with more of What's the Score? Oh, beautiful, heroes proved. Okay, we're back. We are What's the Score. Once again, this show is all about helping you come up with whatever solution you need to your business need at the moment. And as the things are changing, our needs are changing as well. And that's where folks like Pamela Rogan come in. She is our guest today. I am Christopher Hart along with Rich Jekyll. Lucy Polito is out this week. She'll be back next week. But in the meantime, uh, once again, our guest, Pamela Rogan of Rogan Marketing and Communications. That's RoganMarketing.com. And she will be making the presentation this Thursday for, with the uh, Coffee with a Leader uh, series. And that is, uh, let's see, July the 9th. And you yes. can go to Orlando.score.org to sign up for that, Orlando.org.org. Score Orlando.score.org. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, so you got to bring your own coffee. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, uh, let's go back to you were talking about how you you started out in this doing this uh, some 30 years ago, and obviously you've seen things change over time, but uh, you saw it change rather slowly for a while, and then boom, uh, this year, what? has changed this year uh, that surprised you or or maybe you didn't expect? I think one of the things that um, it's kind of twofold. It's like one of, um, I have a number of clients who never did digital marketing before because a lot of their networking was actually, you know, out at networking events. Um, so they've kind of tapped into, I have clients that they are still bringing in revenue uh, but they have a little bit more time. And so that now they're investing in setting up digital marketing campaigns, redoing their websites. They're, the smart ones are using this time to actually refocus. Um, and some of it's refocused because of what we're going through. And some of it's refocused because it's just always been on the back burner and they haven't had an opportunity to get to it before. So I've been helping clients. I think I call it like their wish list. They've had, um, you know, I have one client that she's wanted to do develop programs uh, that she can sell to groups. And she, and so I'm helping her develop um, the program. We're writing the content. We're actually setting it out and, and helping her to market it to um, the right people. And then I have on the other side of the coin, the coin, someone that did a lot of digital marketing and now he realizes, you know, in many cases, people, the bandwidth that everyone has now is they're just overwhelmed because of all, you know, everything's coming at them. So we've done two um, direct mail campaigns. And one of them was, you know, really unique where we sent a rubber chicken uh, in a priority <laughs> box. And we, he, the toe tag that we did said, are you being plucked by your vendors? And it was just a fun, lighthearted piece. And it had, you know, a small piece in there about the company, but it was more just to get their attention. And then we followed up two weeks later with a, a, a direct mail piece, an oversized piece, 
um, that had a photo of the chicken being plucked that we had drawn by an artist. And it was a little catchy and just kind of, you know, a couple little jokes throughout. And then the third piece kind of brought it back to being a little bit more serious. Um, and then the sales team just continued to make follow-up calls and they've gotten a really good response from it because they said they needed it during this time. And, um, and they, some of them have even named their chicken. Like it's, it's part of, it's the, I mean, it's one of those, like it's over, it's like feet long. It's those vaudeville, like rubber chickens that they, I learned a lot about rubber chickens. Let's just say that okay. I did a lot of research. I used to like <laughs> slap people with them and throw them and, oh, sure. um, I said, that'll do you a lot of good Yes. <laughs> learning about rubber chickens. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess the moral of the story is improvisation uh, is the, the, the rule of the day. You think? Yes. And, and being focused um, right now, there's, there's so many online seminars and score has, you know, that's a good place to start is take advantage of those because if you, to continue to educate yourself because things are changing and you want to still be in the know, but do it in a way that, you know, is manageable so that if you are still working, you're not sacrificing, you know, clients work or just your, your sanity, but be focused and set up a schedule for yourself and take plenty of notes and start, you know, just continue to, the more you can build on, increase your expertise, um, the better. So, um, and, and the same thing if you if there was something you were interested in volunteering for and you just never had the time, maybe bite off a little chunk and volunteer because there's there are plenty of organizations that need help with phone calls or whatever. But just make sure that when you do that, you don't go crazy um, with volunteer work. Rich knows how I was like the volunteer queen where oh, I had, yeah. it, yep, it yeah. outweighed my client work. So So I, too, am one of those clients that are you know, people that are, we're focusing, um, on our own business right now. And we're actually working on the website. Um, so in a few weeks, we'll, that'll be finished. Cause we're like the shoemaker with the worn shoes. <laughs> <laughs> the kids have no shoes. Uh, that's yes. it. That's it. Um, we do websites, but <laughs> right, right, right. Once again, Pamela Rogan, our guest. Now, when you do the, uh, the coffee with a leader presentation, uh, are what are you going to focus on? going to focus on initially uh when it was scheduled it was going to be the art of networking and you know due to what we're going through it's going to be the art of networking virtually so we'll be talking about um a lot of the same things but uh, and and i'll give examples of both when i give the presentation so that when we do go back to the whatever the norm will be and we're in person they the tools will still be valuable but um, a lot of people just do not like networking period. They just don't like it, but, right. but some, some business types that's, you have to do it. It's about the relationship. So they, it's a chore to, to people and they also feel they don't, that the value isn't there. And normally that's just the, because they're not doing it the right way. Um, so they need, if they change the way they do it the, and they start getting clients or increasing their strategic alliance base, um, for future referrals, it'll be higher on their list. So we want to make it so that it's something that they, they actually like doing because they're seeing results. Um, and then just even a lot of times people are shy. I mean, I'm like really, really shy. I mean, you guys know I'm so shy. Oh, but, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Right. But, but there's, but there, but I, when I started out, I didn't know what to, to do when I, um, 
you know, went out into a networking group or, and now it's even tougher because you're doing it virtually before you still, you could start a conversation, but it's just, nobody knows how to really, you know, you're, you're in a group. It's not like you have that one-on-one. So I'm going to talk about what they do in a group, you know, on a zoom call. Um, also if they're in person, but then also, um, if they're one-on-one, what are some of the, you know, the, the, the good ways to do it where you're not going to be that pushy person that's, you know, that somebody doesn't want to talk to, to make it good for the other person and to, again, drive results. Well, now that you mentioned that, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but shall we call them old-fashioned networking uh, events were held at a meeting room or a restaurant or something, and it would be a crowd of people, depending on various sizes, let's just say 30 or 40 people, and you would have the formal sort of networking event where, where people might stand up one at a time and say a little something about themselves, but you also had the sort of the mingling around. Right. Uh, I can understand how you could do the formal thing on Zoom, but how do you do the mingling around? Uh, if you have th- 30 people, yeah. how do two or three pair off or, or something like that, how it used to be in the old days? You You can still do that, and I've been to at least five successful ones where um, some of the organizations I belong to where they call them little breakout rooms. And you can do that on zoom and I'm sure you can do it on other, um, you know, software programs, but um, they break out and we many times we'll have a topic that might be assigned to us or that we choose as a group. Um, But we go around and we do that, that, you know, one minute elevator spiel, um, and then we ha- we actually talk and get to know each other, and it's like group of three to five. I think more than that, it's it's too much. But usually, when you're at a table in some of these groups, we that's what we had is usually like five people at our table. So it was a, a lot of it was the same, and you can just you sit there and you you interact. And then if you want to have a sidebar conversation um, with someone, you can always go into the little chat on the side and send them a message privately. You know, it could be example, you know, it's great to meet you. Would you like to grab coffee virtually on blah, blah, blah. So you can send them that private, you know, so because that can be difficult in a group when you're trying to ask someone to say that you want to take yeah. them aside and get to know them better. You can send that message. Right. And, and, and get that right there. Because when you're in person, you try to get that coffee meeting right then. So, um, you know, at that point, because that's once someone walks out, that's a lot of times that you either lose them or they just, they've moved on. So um, you can still have that intimate conversation um, with, with that smaller group and the one-on-one. So um, you can, or, or create your own, um, invite a few friends and tell them that's what we want to do. And maybe we, t- you know, everybody puts in what one of their challenges is. And if you're directing that conversation, you're going to look like the hero because then you can make that the topic um, where everybody brings their experience to the table and maybe help that person, you know, if it's one at a time or if you include a couple of topics in the conversation. I see. I saw you nodding your head a couple of times there, Rich. Yeah. One of the things I used to tell my guys is that uh, just don't go to a meeting to just meander around there. Go with some sort of intention. In other words, I want to get to this group or I want to get to these two or three people. That's the whole purpose of this meeting. 
And that gives you a little bit more of a focus at the meeting than just wandering around, wondering what yeah. to say or do or that kind of stuff. Okay. Now, I had a I had a client. Well, I tell you um, what, uh, Pamela, you're going to have to hold that thought there okay. because we have to take another break. But we will pick this up on the other side with Pamela Rogan. Once again, she will be presenting the Coffee with a Leader series event on Thursday, August. I'm sorry, August, July the 9th. That's Thursday, July the 9th at 8 a.m. in the morning. So uh, you go to Orlando.score.org to sign up for it. It will be a virtual event, so you'll be able to do what she's talking about. And we will be right back with more of What's the Score. We are What's the Score, and by we, I mean this week we have Rich Jekyll and myself, Christopher Hart. Our guest today, Pamela Rogan of Rogan Marketing and Communications, and you can go to roganmarketing.com to find out more. And also she will be doing the Scores Coffee with a Leader presentation on Thursday, July the 9th. You can go to orlando.score.org to sign up for it, and it is free. And it will also be archived at the website, just like these radio shows are. Now all of the webinars and these presentations are being archived there as well, aren't they, Rich? Yeah, there's a lot of good information up there. So if you're bored or whatever, you should be doing something to uh, increase your mind capacity there. So go on the score, Orlando.score.org website or even... The national site has much more, and there's score.org. So you can go to either one of those places and get up-to-date uh, webinars that are happening, like within uh, the, the next couple weeks, etc. All right. So take advantage of that. And as Pamela was saying earlier, you know, take advantage of this time to educate yourself on the new, yeah. the new lay of the land, you might say. Yep. And we were just talking about that, the new lay of the land, uh, much of it being done virtually. And that includes the coffee series uh, presentation, as we mentioned. And it will be a an opportunity to get acquainted with this form of networking. Now, this will not be a networking event per se, uh, but you will be able to do networking at this event, correct? Yes, there'll be things that they can do right away um, in their daily networking activities that I'll share with them. Okay, how do people find a good networking opportunity? You can do, go first of all, go to score.org.org, right? Score.org, that's the national website. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Say it three times fast. There goes our guest. (laughs) Right, right. Score.orlando.org, right? Uh, Orlando Orlando dot score dot org. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, And then go to some of the, you know, the organizations that you, you already, you know, participate in and then do a search for the topic that you're looking for. I recently attended a two day uh, business virtual conference that was a hundred percent free and it had tons of good material on in it. And it, it actually worked like a conference 
where you went in and you chose your topics and you put it on your calendar and they would send you a, a link when it's ready or you just go to this one link and you you actually can go and chat with people and um, in different rooms. So so do do the you know an online search and and but don't don't go crazy listening to things that won't help you in your business or you'll never use um, because and or that would have so if you just want to go there to meet people you know make sure it's someone that would have um that's your target audience not just to meet somebody um what i was started earlier was that i had a client once um that he hired this really top-notch salesperson and he he's he was there for about two months and he didn't make any sales and he said you know i thought this guy was really good and he turned out to be a bum and and I said, well, let's go, you know, he goes, he goes, he goes to these networking events and he doesn't get anything out of them. So I went with them. And as soon as we got there, my client said, okay, Joe, for the sake of, um, I want you to go out and get a hundred cards. So I said, Joe, go ahead. And I talked to my client and I took him aside and I said, you're the issue. I said, you're telling him to get a hundred business cards. And that means he'll have build absolutely no relationships. He'll go back to his desk. I know send out all these things, these emails saying great to meet you when he doesn't even remember the person because you because a uh, hundred people you couldn't have had a conversation with. Yeah. So I'd rather someone get one to three business cards, have had a conversation with them, and then move on. But when you're having that conversation, make sure that you listen, listen, listen. Don't talk about your business. Don't you can give them a, a one-liner about what you do, but really listen to what to that person because people do like to talk um and then once once they start telling you some personal things take notes whether it's a mental note or you write it on the back of a card just so you remember you know they they might have just gotten back from a trip or going on a trip um just just write that down so that when you go back and you put it in your database you can you'll enter that in and then i always enter in the day and the place that i met them so that yeah. I have some that that for two years I would send them a little anniversary card because they were on my target list, but I send them a happy anniversary when we met, handwritten thank you note, and on the second year they became a client because I would keep you know in touch um, that way. But it's you don't want to go go and follow up in a manner that's going to make you a pain in the butt. You want them to you know think of you in a positive way. So. Um, but it's the quantity, not the quality, especially when, uh, it's not the quantity. It is the quality. Right. Um, but especially true when networking, um, to just, to, to come back with a few cards that actually mean something. And as Rich said earlier, when you go to the event, be focused, you may know so-and-so is going to actually be at that event. Think of some, you know, interesting things that you can talk to him or her about that would be of interest to them. You know, if they have a sport that they like, uh, you know, just show that you're thinking about them. But again, don't be that ankle biting salesperson. You want to actually just ask them how you can help them. And it could be as simple as you may know someone that they want to get connected with um, and you can make that connection and they'll remember. You. Um, and if you do this and the person never turns out to be a client, a lot of times they can be a strategic alliance and refer yeah. you to other to people. I see you nodding yeah. your head there, Rich. Yeah, we saw. We used to call that a champion. So they weren't your client particularly, but they used to be a, a, an excellent reference for yeah. the potential clients. 
It's like a raving fan. All right. And now when you say get their cards, once again, you're going to be having to do this virtually, right? For right. at least the time being. So you can ask them for it. So you can even do it in the chat. So say you do have one of those roundtables or you, you know, we're in a private or even if you're in a larger group, you, you want to pay attention to the speaker or to, you know, what the topic is. But if there's someone you really wanted to connect with, ask them for their information. Um, and just, and right then, you know, a lot of times that's open now if you're included on a group email, but ask them for their contact information and, and, um, and say you'd like to follow up with them. And if you can ask them, try to set a date in that while you're networking, you know, while you're in that, that group, because you can both get it on your calendars. We know that everybody is multitasking when they're on these zoom. I'm not, cause I'm paying, trying to pay attention here a little bit, <laughs> but, but they, but you know, many of them are multi, you know, they're multitasking. So, um, send that invite. And I, I've actually gotten two coffee meetings, um, with people that when we were out, I wasn't able to get because they're just so busy. They're, they're, they were actually networking the wrong way, trying to talk to as many people as they could that I couldn't pin the person down long enough to have a conversation. Yeah. Now they're a little bit more pinned down because they're, they can't run away. All right. Yeah. They got to remember to focus on what their goal is with that meeting. Yeah. And then if, and then if you do have, you know, have a transaction, whether it's just having a coffee meeting or whatever you're doing, um, send that handwritten thank you note. I, I can't oh, yeah. stress enough. Um, I have a board behind me that has tons of thank you notes that pe that are people that I actually mentored that I taught that little thing to, and it's gotten them so much business because people remember that they get so much email and just a handwritten thank you note, thanking them for their time. Um, goes a long way and just, you know, don't make it too wordy. Just thank them for the, you know, and maybe put in, you know, it'd be nice to talk about your grandkids next time. Again, I hope they're doing well, something personal again. Um, and if you can't, if you have really bad handwriting, have someone else do it, or they have companies out there that can do it. Okay. Once again, Pamela Rogan, our guest, roganmarketing.com is her website and she will be the presenter for the coffee with a leader presentation which is this thursday july the 9th please go to orlando.score.org to sign up for it and to find out what else is going on at score and sign up for other upcoming coffee presentations yeah. and we're also doing uh, the lunch with a leader but uh not as often as it was being done before is that correct rich that is correct yeah so but they're all of this you, i'm sorry i cut you off go ahead they're looking at that but uh yeah, it's, it's not being done as much. Okay. But anyway, you'll know whatever is going on at SCORE by, once again, signing up for the newsletter at Orlando.score.org. That's Orlando.score.org. And, uh, Pamela, as I said, now how long do you anticipate? The, what is a good length for a networking event? Like what, what are you aiming for this Thursday? I believe this one goes from um, eight to nine thirty. I know that my portion is forty-five minutes, so I'm imagining that the the rest will be uh, networking and probably uh, some talking from score. Is, is that about the right? Uh, is that about the right length of time for a a productive networking event? Yes, because this one is a combination. So if it's um, a networking networking event, then I think an hour is good. Um, and and be really you know 
this less is more if you're doing a true networking focus event just because it's tough when there's so many people talking right um or if you want to do 40 people then you do those breakout rooms and a lot of times the facilitator if they're good they're going to break out with the right people so that they don't put like competitors in the same room and you know you want to you want to make sure you mix it up and i've been to one where they did that in advance and they just kind of they asked you in advance and then you gave like your priority one, two or three of like who you'd like in the room. Um, so it can be organized like that, but people are so busy. Um, and what I was telling Rich earlier is that a lot of times people are actually losing focus now because they have, they either are overwhelmed with all of this. And so they, they just slide in so many different directions or they don't have work there they don't have business okay. still coming in all right well we don't have much time left in this segment so hold it right there we'll pick it up okay. on the other side once again you are listening to what's the score and we'll be right back Welcome back to What's the Score? I am Christopher Hart, along with Rich Jekyll, our guest today, Pamela Rogan of Rogan Marketing and Communications. Her website is roganmarketing.com. Before we get back to the conversation, though, I just want to remind you that radio is still one of the most effective ways to get your message to a mass audience in a particular market like the Central Florida market, ladies and gentlemen. There are millions of people in this market, and you can reach a lot of them via radio because guess what? 95% of us still listen to the radio at some time during the week. So if you'd like to find out how to get your voice and or your message out to this mass audience here in Central Florida, Call Bill Files. He is the station manager here at Salem Media Group Orlando. He's the man that's made this show possible. And his phone number is 407-618-1760. He's been in business all this business all his life. He knows how to most effectively and efficiently use your dollars to get your message to the right people that you want to have hear it. And those people listen to this station, hint, hint, ladies and gentlemen, 407-618-1760 is his number. Give him a call, and, and please tell him Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hart sent you. Right, Rich? Right. That's it, buddy. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's get back to uh, our guest, Pamela Rogan. As we were going into the break, you were talking about focusing and how people can lose focus. See, that. That's the thing that 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 I, I wonder about this virtual stuff because initially it seems to be going good, you know, new to everybody, kind of unique. Hey, this is cool. I can work from the house and stuff like that. But sometimes over time, our focus seems to drift, and what? Yes. And you were beginning to address that when we went into the break, I think. Yes, I have. Um, I I on my counting all my hands and my toes. I have so many people that. Um, they're telling me that they thought they were going to accomplish a lot more during this downtime. And they're either anxiety sometimes plays a role in it because they're yeah. just, they're stressed. Um, or, you know, I don't have kids. I have four legged kids, but they are, you know, doing the homeschooling. They're doing all these things that are really distracting. Um, in addition to that, since they're working from home, 
you know, they, they may go and they walk over to, to do one little thing, could be using the restroom and they pass the kitchen and then there's like five things they need to do in the kitchen or they want to throw in laundry or, um, so there's so many things that can pull yep. them away. Um, and that's fine to carve out that time. But what I do, and I don't, um, if you remember my client, Michelle Zink from Intentional Solutions, um, she developed a daily, you know, uh, things to do for your daily action sheet. And I actually use that. I was doing something similar already. So the night before she says to do it in the morning. So you could do it either time you want, but I do it. I, I organize my desk at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And then in the morning at the evening, I create my daily action sheet of what I need to do. My must haves. There's things that you absolutely must do. Uh, for me, it's client work or meeting deadlines that I put on there. And then I even schedule in a lunch break because I need to take, you know, go and eat my salad for 15 minutes or whatever it is. And you could schedule an hour to do those little tasks that you want to get done and just step away. Um, I, I have what I call my bitch on my hand now, which is my Fitbit. And that gets me up away from my desk because I could sit literally at my desk from you know, seven in the morning to seven at night and just not even just barely move. So this, you know, just kind of getting that in there to go clear your brain a little bit and clear your head, but coming back and being focused. And then when you check that list off, it's so rewarding because you actually did it. Yeah. Uh, so if you see yourself falling behind, you need to ask, you know, is it something that there's some things in life you can control, some things you can't, but the ones you can, you need to rework it. So they, they don't interfere and it could be something like, you know, refreshing or developing a new website, cleaning out your email. Like this is a good time to go in and clean out all that email, that, you know, or unsubscribe from some of the things that you never subscribe to. Um, and like one of my clients develop some programs that will attract clients to do it, to do things virtually because she's not able to meet them in person, which was a big part of her business. Um, I'm working on an SOP manual, which is standard operating procedures, so that within my company, I know that if I'm gone or a key person isn't around, then things will still be handled in the manner that they should. So there's a lot of things you can do, and you can have the must, and then you can have your wish list, but make sure you stick in one of your wishes, at least working towards it on your list each day, because that's rewarding too. Yeah, that's the feeling of accomplishment that you accomplish one thing at least. Yeah. One out of ten. Exactly. All right. And once again, Pamela will be making the presentation Thursday morning, and the doors virtually open at 8 a.m., that's the ninth. Virtually, yes, <laughs> and that will be okay. uh, yeah. The art of networking virtually is the topic, and four zero seven four two zero forty eight forty four is the phone number for Score. And you go to orlando.score.org to sign up for this networking opportunity. Uh, now, now that we've gone down this road. Pamela, let me ask you this, because you did refer a little while back to, a, you know, a, a point in time where we may get back to some level of the the old fashioned way of doing things, shall we say now? Uh, how, 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 what's that, Rich? Face to face. Face to face. How now that people are getting so settled into this, 
Do you see people even really going back to that, or do you see where people may end up somehow doing both? I, I envision it as people doing both. Um, for example, I'm on a board that, you know, now we're obviously do we meet monthly and we're doing it um, virtually, but we've already decided that we're going to do, we would shift it to probably once a quarter that we meet in person, just because it's, it's not in a, a great location for everyone. So they were, they're getting more participation from the board now because people are, you know, for me to go there, it was over at Rollins College, an hour away from me, if there's traffic and in the morning there's traffic. So it could, you know, essentially be three hours of my day for a one hour board meeting. So we love seeing each other. We love, you know, this, this board is awesome, but um, I think it will be that combination. And I think that people will have more of those face-to-faces virtually because if you go to a networking event and you meet someone and then you have like four opportunities to grab coffee, that's still taking away from your, from your day. So if you have a combination of it and rotate it around so that you still have that, you know, one-on-one because people miss it. I know I miss it. Um, but I have gained a little bit more time in my schedule because due to travel and just going there. And I know that a lot of people for events would actually, especially if it's like a lunch event, There are times they'd say, you know what, my day has gotten so busy. And even if they paid for an event, there are times that they would just miss it. You know, say, I've got to just keep going with my work schedule. So I think that if they broke it up and didn't make them so frequent, they would have buy-in on both sides for the in-person and and the other. But um, that follow-up and getting those one-on-ones out of some of these larger meetings, that can happen virtually, but that's still personal. you know, because you're just talking one, you know, to one person or to two people. Right, right. I think there's going to have to be a lot of adjustment uh, with the people who are not comfortable with uh-huh. the social interaction and that right. kind of stuff. They're feeling real comfortable now with the way we're doing things. Right. So they've got to be re-educated and re-motivated to be right. able to go out there and do an elevator speech or get one-on-one with a potential client uh, rather than doing everything and relying solely on the uh, virtual. I agree, because there's nothing like in person. And one of one of the things I think that would help with that is when you're, go- whether it's an organization or if I were to invite someone to set the parameters um, before you go and meet in person so that if that person is having some difficulty doing that, meet at a park. And sit, you know, at a opposite sides of a picnic bench if that makes you feel better. So oh, just to be able to get outside, or just to, you know, to go, you know, ask them what they're comfortable with, and then be creative on your side because they may never even consider doing it. But if you introduce something like going to a park or going to another place, each of you bring in your own lunch or whatever it is, that may make them feel comfortable and actually put them at ease, and that could be a win for you. Yeah. Yeah. I do that with all my bar friends. (laughs) Uh, The the point is here, improvise, adapt, overcome. You can still do things that need to be done. You just might have to do them in a new and perhaps unique way. So consider all possibilities. And also please consider taking in the 
Art of Networking Virtually presentation, the Coffee with a Leader presentation coming up this Thursday morning. That's July the 9th, 8 a.m. Orlando.score.org is where you sign up, and you'll be able to put into practice some of the things that Pamela has been talking about here today. And, of course, uh, if you'd like to contact Pamela, you can go to roganmarketing.com. That's where they can email you there, can't they, uh, yes, Pamela? Yes, or Pamela at roganmarketing.com. Okay, so Pamela at roganmarketing.com. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, as usual, it's been a lot of fun talking with you, and I'm sure it's going to be a very interesting and fun uh, Art of Networking Virtually event this Thursday. Thank you, and thank you both for what you do for SCORE. Oh, it's our pleasure, actually, and it's fun. It is indeed. And, of course, this show will be archived along with Pamela's presentation in the SCORE website, which is orlando.score.org. And please go there and sign up for her presentation this coming Thursday morning. And don't forget to like Rich. Follow us and like Rich on Facebook. Yeah, love me. That's right. That's SCORE Orlando on Facebook. SCORE Orlando on Facebook. That's right. And sign up for these. Sign up for the SCORE newsletter at orlando.score.org. And uh, that's about going to wrap it up for this week. So until next week, remember, tell everybody about SCORE. Right, Rich? That's it, buddy. See ya. Cause there ain't no doubt